this is Kevin Dobbs with Natural Gas Intelligence. I'm the associate editor for markets here at NGI, an independent news and price reporting agency focused on natural gas and LNG in the Americas, primarily the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Today, I'm joined by NGI's Patrick Rao, our director of strategy and research, to discuss the results of the latest NGI top North American natural gas marketers rankings. The rankings are based on a quarterly survey that we conduct. Leading natural gas marketers reported this time around further decreases in sales volumes when compared to a year earlier, and this extended to five quarters a trend of year-over-year declines, according to the latest rankings. For the 23 repeat gas marketers covered in the second quarter survey, total marketer volumes were down 1.8% year-over-year. During the same period, U.S. dry gas production was off 1.1%, with drilling rig levels falling across the energy sector in 2020 as overall demand leveled off amid the COVID-19 pandemic. With that as background, I want to bring in Pat. And Pat, if you would, could you please lay out the key drivers of the continued downward pressure that we've seen over the last several quarters? Sure, Kevin, and thanks for having me on. I think there are several things that are going on here. For one, I think math is kind of getting in the way. And by that, I mean 2018 was the single largest growth year for the U.S. natural gas market since the turn of the century, and 2019 was a much higher than average growth year as well. So that right there makes achieving year-over-year growth versus those two boom years all the more difficult. Now, COVID is certainly impacting things here in the short term, as well as a greater focus by producers to not outspend free cash flows, which is impacting production growth, and you mentioned some of those stats. But another headwind that's been impacting market volumes, I think, is an overall general decline in market share of the largest marketers. So we took a look at the historical FERC 552 data. And according to our calculations, the top eight companies on that list in terms of total volumes had nearly 30% combined share of the U.S. market in 2012. That has since whittled down to closer to 25% in 2019. And the biggest combined change happened over the last two years. Now, there's talk that there is more industry consolidation coming in our industry, and that certainly could happen. And when that does happen, that might slow or even reverse this trend in lower marketer volumes. But I think declining market share from these bigger companies has slowed the growth of their absolute volumes. And it's this slower absolute volume growth that's really being reflected in their rankings right now. You mentioned the pandemic, and I I don't want to interrupt you, but if we could just sort of take a minute and pause and just talk a little bit about the, the impact of that on the the most recent quarter and what you might expect for the current quarter. Yeah, sure. So, you know, just know that, and I'm doing this from memory, but I think, you know, second quarter U.S. GDP was down something like 30% quarter over quarter, which is, that's huge. You know, at some point this year, unemployment was close to 15%. It's better now, but, you know, 15%, another big number. So that's a really big hit to the U.S. economy. And where that's showing up mostly is on the demand side for natural gas is industrial consumption and U.S. LNG exports. Mm-hmm. On the supply side, you've got the publicly traded producers who have already been under increasing pressure from the investment community to, to curtail production growth. But the uncertainty about what kind of demand there's going to be to absorb any production growth in the short term has led producers to drop rigs in mass. And that's really starting to show up in production numbers as well. So COVID is absolutely having a negative impact on U.S. gas volumes on both sides of the coin, supply and demand. And really, to me, it's tough to see significant improvement on either front until the uncertainty around COVID improves, which isn't likely to happen until an effective vaccine is available to the general public. 
Now, you know, we certainly aren't medical experts, but the consensus, and I kind of have consensus in air quotes, but the consensus thinking seems to be that we're likely still several quarters away from that happening. So all in all, we still have probably a few more quarters to go until COVID stops having as great an impact on U.S. natural gas volumes. And right, kind of reflecting the, the broader impact on society and the economy as well, fair to say. Sure. So with the pandemic still active, as you note, uh, still affecting things and the, the pace of the domestic economy uneven and, and the ultimate duration of the pandemic unknown, what else are you looking for? What else is affecting the near-term outlook um, as we look at, at volumes moving forward? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's safe to say that we're going to continue to see volumes tick down. I mean, looking at the next two quarters, so I guess the second half of 2020 in particular, and I'm just glancing my spreadsheet here, but according to our calculations, you know, third quarter 2020 U.S. natural gas production, it's down more than 6% year over year so far, which is a similar number for U.S. gross gas exports. Now, exports to Mexico, they are up a bit. But all those cargo cancellations from the Gulf of Mexico earlier this year will show up in the overall numbers. Right. On the demand side, yeah, you've got third quarter industrial demand. That's down 13% year over year. Now, the good news is power generation and rescom demand. Those are both up slightly on a percentage basis year over year. But when you roll all this together, the overall market is trending lower for the third quarter of 2020 versus 19. And I'd certainly expect that to be reflected in our third quarter 2020 market rankings as well. Now, as for the, the fourth quarter, just to complete the rest of this calendar year, mm-hmm. you know, fourth quarter 20 volumes, they're going to depend in part on whether we get an early start in winter, of course. But that's always a big unknown, right? It's really hard to predict that. You would get some indications ahead of time, but that's still the big unknown. Increased lower 48 LNG exports could also help as well, you know, provided that there isn't any significant lasting impacts from some of the storms we've been having. But to me, really, the big driver here, it's going to be production. I mean, you mentioned it in your in your introduction that about the U.S. rig count, which is down, you know, maybe 70 percent or so since the beginning of March. And that really is setting us up for another tough year over year comparison during the fourth quarter volume wise. Mm-hmm. And for reference. Uh, in the third quarter of last year, we estimate U.S. gas production was 92 BCF a day. The third quarter of this year, it's coming in more like 87 Bs a day. So you've already got that negative year over your comp. Now, the fourth quarter of last year, production was up to 95 Bs a day. So even if fourth quarter 2020 production from this year stays flat, quarter over quarter, you got 95 Bs last year, 87 this year. That's a 9% difference. That's huge. So absolutely, we're going to see this roll into the next few quarters worth of market rankings. Okay. Okay. So to the degree that you can, looking beyond fourth quarter and in, into 2021, even beyond the winter, or is there a... I guess your, your initial thoughts at this point, uh, looking that far out? That's the question on everybody's mind, right? Um, right. Well, cer- certainly getting more clarity on COVID is going to be a big factor. And, you know, we've still got quite a bit of uncertainty around that. So, you know, getting that nailed down will be a good thing. But once again, I really think that production is going to continue to be the overall big driver here. So we at NGI, we don't do production forecasts per se. But what we did is we rolled up individual consensus natural gas production forecasts for roughly 70 independent U.S. producers for next year. And the total overall consensus growth figure we come up with is just 0.4% year over year. So 
Hmm. Essentially, what the street's telling us is that they expect the United States to more or less remain in maintenance mode next year with respect to gas production. So that should certainly keep a lid on supply growth. On the demand side, now we'll note that U.S. demand growth has grown at a trendline rate of about 3, 3.2% or so per year since the shale revolution began in earnest in 2006. So let's call 3.2% growth of a typical year. Now, a much colder than normal winter and an earlier than later resolution to the COVID issue could drive volume growth higher than that next year. And if European and Asia prices continue to hold up, this could lead to an increase in U.S. export volumes as well, particularly since we had three trains come online this year. We have a fourth coming online next year. Mm -hmm. But that's all kind of a, a lot of ifs there. And that's really a perfect scenario, if you will. Right. You're still going to have the lack, though, of production growth. And, you know, again, I think that's going to drive the day. And, you know, I'd expect that overall market volume growth will likely follow suit. And from where we sit here today, you know, I, I do think that the lower production growth is or, or flat production growth is going to lead to that year over year comp issue again. And it's going to flow through for the market rankings next year. So, th Kevin, this is really just a long way of saying is that I think that the market rankings are likely going to continue to tick lower next year as well. Okay. Well, thanks again, Pat, for your insights, and thanks to our listeners for joining us. If you want to read the full report on the Q2 Marketer Survey, please visit and subscribe to NGI at naturalgasintelligence.com. NGI offers products such as the Marketer Survey to help our subscribers make more informed business decisions and to better understand drivers of natural gas markets. Believing that transparent markets empower businesses, communities, and economies, NGI works to provide natural gas transparency for the Americas. This podcast is part of our efforts on that front. Thank you so much for listening. This is Kevin Dobbs with NGI. We look forward to speaking with you again next time. In the meantime, subscribe and rate our podcast and tell your colleagues about us. Thanks a lot and have a great day. 